Apple presents events at the Apple Store. All right, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Drew Taylor from the IndieWire's The Playlist. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Drew Taylor. I am from IndieWire's The Playlist, and we are here today to talk to uh, Martin Starr of Dead Snow 2, Red vs. Dead. Let's see the trailer right now. Martin, can you hear me? Are you there? Thanks. I'm from the snow. Nazis. The little Nazi creatures came up from the earth. When we found you, your right arm was ripped off. We found your arm in the car. The operation was a success. Zombie squad. Martin, these are not your textbook zombies. These are cursed zombies, awakened to complete a task given to them. We will take care of this. We are professionals. Looks like we're going to Norway. It's time to go hunting. That was farther than usual. What do the creatures want? Revenge. There they are. They have a tank, I see. That can't be good. Your arm, your power. This is how we defeat them. We create an army of our own. No, 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 no. That's disgusting. Let's finish this. Now let's uh, please welcome Martin Starr. Yeah, what's up, Soho Apple Store? So how did you initially get involved in this crazy Norwegian zombie movie? How didn't I get involved? Uh, I don't know. They offer, they offer, they sent me a script and I read it and it was great. It's really funny. Were you a fan of the original movie? I only saw the original, the original, that's how you pronounce that word, by the way. Um, I only saw the original because I was, because I read the script and really liked it and then saw, and then saw, watched the original, which was really good. But I think this really picks up where that one left off and continues in such a great, did you see the first one? Yeah, I did. I like this one more, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, I think it not only continues the story so well in the way that like Evil Dead 1 and Evil Dead 2 kind of. Uh, work together um, and and really like it launches in to the meat of it in Evil Dead 2 this kind of does has a similar trajectory in that like it's a action there's a lot more action in in the second one here um, but also like the filmmakers and everyone involved who are mostly the same people on, on all sides of the camera um, they all grew as artists so 
like the stunts I think are better. The 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 visual is better. The the financially it, they had more funding, so they could make a better movie. Everything was kind of just lots more blood this time around, and a lot more of the blood. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If you want to see people smashed and uh, ripped apart, and what else, liquefied. Yeah, if you like intestines. Yeah, you guys can I can tell are a big intestine <laughs> bunch. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now, were you always a fan of, of zombie movies? By the way, I think all, all of these people are waiting for me to fix their computers afterward, yeah. which I'm not actually capable of doing. <laughs> so I'm not a Mac genius anymore. Yeah, you got want to look for one of the guys in the blue shirts <laughs> for that. Um, um, this yep. bit could go on for shouldn't have happened at all. Um, what were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, have you always been a fan of, of horror movies? And what are your favorite sort of zombie movies in particular? I like Shaun of the Dead. I like uh, I like the Evil Dead series, but I, w I wasn't like a huge like zombie nerd. Okay. Um, I'm a nerd in many other ways. That is one in which I'm not. Um, but I I I like them as a as a genre. I just didn't. I don't watch as many movies as I would like to. So you don't feel like a great sense of responsibility, sort of contributing to the to the genre as it were. I I do when I hear it when I hear a crowd and f like. At, at one of our screenings because there are a couple moments where they really go nuts right. and there's one like very aware moment where we comment on the movie itself in the movie and the audience always goes nuts in that in that I'm sure you know what I'm talking about yes. we're walking down the and uh, and I'm like describing in a very uh, like well whatever the, but it's just <laughs> it's just such a cool moment to watch with an audience and you're like oh yeah if they appreciate it that's when this means something then it has like uh, relevance it has well, what was the most sort of, uh, sort of excitable crowd that you showed the movie to? Were you in Austin for Fantastic Fest last I was, week? I wasn't, okay. no. But it was it's cool that we won a uh, uh, best comedy yeah. movie, which is great. <laughs> they don't have a zombie genre yet. No, so, yet. Um, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Fantastic Fest, yeah. I'm sure. But, uh, I mean, wh where have you seen the movie with, you know, with an audience that has... I know, saw it in overwhelmed? Seattle, okay. the Seattle International Film Festival, and I saw it in... Uh, they, there was a horror movie festival just outside of uh, Denver? Yeah, I think just like an hour outside of Denver that was really cool at the Stanley... Is that Stanley Film Festival? Oh, right. And that which, was, which takes place, we should tell people, in the hotel that they shot The Shining in, or parts of The Shining. Uh, well, it's what inspired Stephen King oh, to inspired. write the novel. Okay. Yeah, and okay. then... And then they shot it in a different location, but that, that was the inspiration, and it's an actual haunted hotel. They take it very seriously. Did too. you encounter anything while you were there? I did not. Okay. No, they, they I did not. We were had you, a, were I you had keeping a great an eye time. open? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Okay. You have to. Right. Obviously. Now, can you talk about what it was like filming this thing in, in Norway? Was it? Nope. No? <laughs> Can't talk about it. All right, I tried, guys. Um, I, uh, it was cool. We, uh, we got to shoot in uh, Iceland, and. It's just like a, you know, it's like a, just a crazy island where so many things haven't formed yet that you see naturally um, everywhere else in the world. <laughs> you know, it's like going to Antar to Antarctica or something. Like in the sense that, you know, the trees didn't exist there until people brought them and planted them. So like when you see trees in Iceland, they're in very clear formations. They're not just like clustered in certain areas. Like they, a lot of trees have been like moved and. Uh, I don't know, it's just it's, 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 a, it's a beautiful in a way that you can't see anywhere else. Right. Uh, well, let's take a look at a clip from the movie. We we should talk about the fact that this movie not only features Nazi zombies but right. Russian zombies who okay. you guys like 
bring back from the dead, which is very cool. Oh, uh, way to ruin the entire. I'm sorry. I'm, and it is called Red versus Dead. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, so we're going to see a scene where the Russian zombies come to fight the Nazi zombies. Booyah. Hope you don't mind, but I invited some friends to tag along. Don't you just hate it when somebody that was supposed to be dead comes back to kill you? I do hate that. Yeah, that would be terrible. Uh, now, was there any uh, sort of, did you ever think about like getting into makeup and sort of be being a background zombie at all? I, I'm half of the zombies. Oh, you're half yeah, of we were, we were a little short on extras, so I had to do everything. <laughs> It would be my sort of fantasy, I think, to, to try to sneak in there really? somewhere. Yeah, dang, I mean, it was, there would it be no torturous. way to, you know, right. You'd oh, watch right. them eat their soup every day at lunch through a straw. That was the only way they could eat their food. Oh, wow. Because they had a you know, prosthetic mask on the entire day. Wow. Yeah, that does not sound, sound great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, I just wanted to talk about some of the other things that you've got going on. Like, uh, Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> You are about to, or have you started shooting the second season of Silicon Valley? We start in uh, three weeks. Okay, and how is that going? Uh, exciting, just yeah. really exciting. Yeah. It's just so fun. Sort of, what's the kind of trajectory of this new season? I can't talk about that. <laughs> Man, are you, what going, do you think uh, this I mean, is? I, un I understand that uh, you're going to address the unfortunate departure of uh, your co-star. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so that'll be, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. uh, I mean, uh, yeah. That was a great loss. Um, He's just in, the funniest In so many man. ways, yeah. yeah. Not only to our show, but to just the few... I think he was such a talented man. Yeah. That it's a great loss to, to the community. But uh, Judge is back, obviously. And you guys are yeah, every, having everyone's a good time, here. right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's, it looks good. I'm really excited about it. Everything that I've read so far uh, looks awesome. It's awesome. Now, you kind of have a track record of being involved with Critically Beloved, but let's say short-lived series. Right. Um, was it sort of a relief to get the call that this was coming back for a for well, second season? See, I did a show for one season. I did a show for two seasons. Now, we're, hopefully, we'll do a three, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I'll find Hold myself on another show, and I'll, <laughs> I'll do four one day. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's really uh, it's such a wonderful experience to be supported from the network and not only to be supported from the network but for it to be a, a network like HBO that really gives um, so much to to the creative you know people who who it's hired you know I feel like a lot of times um, there's so much like desire to change and manipulate and like Mike Judge and Alec Berg are doing such a great job I think with this show and they're giving they're getting so much freedom to really create the show that they want to create. Um, and allowing the, all the actors to, to do what I think we do best 
and bring what we can to it. And so everybody's getting an opportunity to do what they want to do, and HBO supports that process. So it's, and and we're you know we, we have a lot of uh, critical success, and and I think we've had success as far as the numbers, which is what. They, they, it's great too because HBO cares less about the numbers I think than most networks. They right. care more about the critical success. So the fact that like w we're appreciated is what they're, that's their stamp, you know? It's like we have quality work and I think, uh, you know, as long as we live up to that, which I think we'll continue to do this season. <laughs> um, I won't talk about season three yet, <laughs> <Yeah>. but. <laughs> don't don't uh, get out of yourself. Yeah. Uh, is it still the same amount of episodes? Because there were so there were we so did, few yeah. episodes this season. We did eight the first season, yeah. and then we're doing ten this season. Oh, great. That's yeah. very good to hear. Uh, and uh, you were just in, uh, was it, yeah, earlier this year, you were in the Veronica Mars movie. I did it, yeah. Yeah, I, how, I how was that? I mean, That was really fun. Yeah, you, you got sort of invited into a cult show instead of <laughs> being there from the beginning. I did. I mean, I was already mildly associated with them, because everybody else on Party Down, I think, had been on... Uh, on that show already and some of the same people most of the same people had come over to create Party Down so I had I was I was connected right um, but yeah it was, it was really fun to go and be a part of it and have a new try something completely new yeah uh, and every once in a while we hear about a Party Down movie or something I mean have you heard anything about that um, no it's I mean there were I mean I have but it's not um, it's nowhere where I've feel confident that it's happening anytime right. soon, you know? So it's something that we'd all love to do, but now there are so many schedules to work out and, um, and like a script has to be completed and, and that's like the first step, which I think that's still something that those guys are finding time to, to make happen. But it's something that you'd still like to do at some point. Every single one of the cast would jump on immediately. Right. Now there's also sort of been talk about a third Dead Snow has uh, has Tommy uh, talked to you about where your character we, would factor into that? We briefly talked, but I don't think there's any real trajectory yet. It, it feels so. I mean, there's it's definitely the ending is they left you, you know, they they really leave you wondering yes. if there is a possibility of a third one. But I, there's no definitive plans. I think at the moment we kind okay. of figure it out as we go along. Uh, well, before we ask these people uh, if they have any questions <laughs> for you, let's watch another clip which features an out of control tank. Uh-oh, what happened Yeah, next? what do you guys think happened to those kids? Do they make it? <laughs> Was there ever anything in this movie when you finally saw it that you were like, Jesus Christ, I could not believe they went there? Nope. It was all sort of very Yeah, the, the stuff that like really pushed the boundary, we cut out of it. I, I, we, uh, Tommy cut out of it. There's, there was a more severe, severe is a strong word to use, but there was a more severe ending. There's like a tag at the end of the movie that is, uh, I found charming. Yeah. But, it, but it, was, it got in more detail than they ended up using. Which sexual I don't detail? Think, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Which okay. I, don't, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I> think <this laughs> we were told to keep it clean up here. Yeah, plus I don't want to ruin what the that little tag is. Yes. Uh, it's a very uplifting ending for a movie about zombies and, yeah. yes, Nazis. 
Do any of you uh, fine people have any questions? So, um, in looking at the first one versus this one, did uh, for you did all the narrative make a lot of sense? And 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 did you when you fit fit into this one because you weren't in the I think you weren't in the first one. Um, how did you find yourself you know fitting into the ensemble? Uh, great. I, I mean, um, I mean it all made sense. To me, <laughs> I mean, when you see the movie, it, it all makes sense because we are the Americans that kind of come over to help solve the problem in a very comical kind of way, like in an, in an unbelievable way. Um, it was fun. There are these real guys that like prepare for the zombie yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, this is a real uh, organization that allowed us to put their name on the Oh, movie. really? Did so you go and like meet with any of these guys? The Zombie or? Squad. It's their T-shirt that I'm wearing. Right. It's their logo. <laughs> They're a real organization. No, I, I, I saw a documentary about, they're about ready, zombies. They're ready when the zombie apocalypse happens. Right. Contact and, these guys. But how ready can you be? Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. When it happens, we're all screwed. <laughs> you didn't pick up any tips from these guys? Uh, no. Okay. I, I, I didn't. Okay. Did you, I, did you meet with them? Or? I wheeled my hammers and I rock and roll. Uh, no, I couldn't. I didn't have time to okay. do any of that. You just put on a t-shirt and... I, yeah, put that sweet tee on and... I rock and roll. When I talked to Tommy uh, for the first film, I uh, interviewed him like uh, over like four or five years ago. Um, he mentioned that he had like a little bit of wiggle room to allow the actors to do uh, improv. That he uh, had a what? Wiggle uh, room. Wiggle, wiggle room to allow the actors to do, ah, to yeah, do yeah. the improv. improv. So okay. I was wondering that how the collaboration working with him this time around, is he allowed those things or? Um, yeah, he was definitely open to improvisation, but I didn't want to, to be honest. The script was just really tight the way that it was already, and all the jokes were there. There were, like, small things that we improvised, like the... I think it's in the trailer where, like, I'd say that I killed my first zombie and I, like, take a selfie or take a picture of myself with the, with the zombie after our first kill. And that was just, like, a thing that kind of came up. Um, um, but for the most part, every, everything that's in the movie was uh, in the script. I, it was, I was really happy. It made me laugh a lot as I was reading it, so I didn't want to change anything. Did you get to ride in that tank for reals? I rode, uh, uh, I rode on it. I think I, yeah, I rode on it while it was going. Um, I really wanted to, like, jump on it and climb up it while it was right. going. but they wouldn't let you. Yeah, I don't remember. There were some. There were certainly some legal issues, <laughs> uh, insurance issues. In light of your uh, now training to be a zombie fighter, a zombie, can you give us an outline of the kinds of things that we should prepare for and should know about the zombie apocalypse and the things that you know? Now you've gotten a chance to work out some of these processes and procedures that you can tell us to give us a heads up so we can prepare. Definitely. I have one huge tip, which is uh, intestines are very useful in killing them. Could you elaborate? I can't, because then I'd be giving away all the ways in which we kill them using their own intestines in the movie. I don't know. Good. How are you? I'm excellent. And great. Thank you for asking. You have great hair. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, I can see it from up here. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> that made me happy. We should go out for a drink later. <laughs> from, a, from an actor's standpoint, though, what's, what's the biggest challenge with making a movie like this? Is it the comedy? Is it the, making the zombies real or something else? What, what? For me, everything was fun. I mean, I love is doing just comedy. A, uh, just in general, it's, it's fun to... That environment is very fun and very different from a, from a dramatic set in general. It's, it's, uh, everyone is, you know, you're trying, to, you're trying to elevate the material and make it as funny as, and good as it can be. Um, and then uh, all the other aspects of this movie I was unfamiliar with, so I got to learn a lot. And so that's always fun. The stunts and whatnot. And a lot of blood. I think we used a thousand gallons of blood or something. I think it was more than that, actually. It was, it was like an insane amount of blood. It was uh, real human blood. Yeah, that is in Iceland, so we could actually use human blood. So the, as the bodies were... Uh, no, it was... Um, <laughs> I had you for a second. Um, no, it was uh, pig blood. Um, no, I don't think it was pig blood. It was, I don't know what it was. It was like red dye in water. It may have actually been pig blood. That's gross. No, it wasn't pig blood. It was, um. So what was the highlight moment then, if it was you know, a cool job and just easy sledding? Uh, well, well I don't, there were a lot of highlights. One of the highlights was, for me, it was like there was a day when I had a big stunt scene, and this last part of the stunt didn't end up make it in, making it into the movie, but um, we did, like, I take out a, a group of zombies, and then at the very end... The stunt guy, who I just was like, I was just some actor, I think, to to him, and with every right, I'm sure, um, I don't look like much. And uh, and he was like, uh, he was like, try and throw the hammer, like near the guy. And I was like, where do you want me to hit him? And he was like, uh, hit him in the face if you can, try, but no pressure. He was like, you know, just anywhere near him, and then we'll cut away, and it'll look like it hit him. So I hit him in the face the first time. And then they're like, that was great. Um, turned out I busted his lip. So I, like, I hit him square in the, in the lip, and it busted his lip open. Now the guy's bleeding. Um, and, then, and then they're like, uh, okay. And they still didn't like, think that I could do it. So they were like, well, now his lip's bleeding, so don't hit him in the face. Try and hit him in the chest, but just make sure you don't hit him in the face. So then I hit him square in the chest two or three takes. And they're like, every time, as if I, as if I hadn't done it the take before, are like, so like, shocked and amazed. And then... Uh, uh, and then it didn't even end up in the movie. But I did everything I was supposed to do, and it just didn't happen. It was a cool shot, too. Like, he falls into a kiddie pool uh, and then drowns or something. I don't know. Was the, but the guy, the story the goes guy have a funny accent, though? Uh, yeah. He, like, you could really do a great job. That's my sort of... He was Norwegian, so you sound yeah. exactly like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, you got that Norwegian <laughs> accent down pat. Um uh, no, he didn't sound like that. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind that uh, Dead Snow 2, Red versus Dead, hits theaters and iTunes <laughs> next Friday. Yeah, thank I'm really proud of it. Thank you guys for coming out, and uh, let's it. thank uh, Mr. Martin Starr as well. Thank you.